Today, I'd like to welcome our guests, Kathy and Dennis Vanden Heuvel. Thanks for being here. Our pleasure. Yes, it's a great opportunity. Thanks for inviting us, Jerry. Kathy and Dennis, why don't we start out uh, a little bit about where you're from and um, what brought you to Kathy's house? I'm Kathy, and that's Dennis. Yep. And we've been well, we've been married for how many years? Forty one. Forty one years, and um, yeah, we oh, were yeah. high school sweethearts. Yep. And I'll answer his question and uh, sentence, yep. and he'll answer mine. So that's what you're going to hear throughout. Yep. So we live in Deep here, Wisconsin, which is just a little bit south of Green Bay. Yep. Uh, we we've raised three boys, three boys and we have three grandchildren. So we're empty nesters now with two dogs, yeah. um, two Labrador puppies. So that are always in trouble and yeah. like to make noise when we're yeah. on podcasts. We do something like this. They're, they're, they're noisy. Yes. Well, that's fine. Dennis, tell us a little bit about how did you find out that you were struggling with uh, uh, cancer? Um, well, actually, back in 2017 is when it started for me in the fall, uh, late September. Um, noticed a couple lumps under my arms and in my groin and uh, went to the doctor and he immediately sent me to an oncologist. He, he was just like, oh, we're going to send you right over to at that time. We went right over to Bellin because that was our, our network. Um, and. Yeah, it was cancer. The uh, we found out I had CLL at that time, um, so that was my my first one. Uh, so I went through the treatment for that, um, six rounds of chemo. Uh, and actually, we switched from Bellin over to Aurora, um, just because there's some insurance things going on. So better we, fit, and it was a better fit over there. Um, so I did six rounds of chemo over there. Went into remission um, about six or eight months later, they found out uh, through a scan, they said, well, your cancer is back. So we did another six rounds of, of chemo. Um, and then they said, okay, you're all, you're all good. Um, about a year and a half after that. Um, yeah. And so that would be now late 2020. Yeah. Right, twenty or twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, they found that my cancer was coming back again, and a little bit more aggressively. So we did a bone marrow biopsy to see what we were dealing with again, just to make sure it was it. And they found out that I had a, about a 50, 50 mix of Hodgkin's and a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Together. which they tell me is just like extremely extremely rare it's like one in a hundred million type thing um so my oncologist here sent me down to uh down to freighter he said well we're gonna send you down there and have them take talk to you there's a guy down there that's kind of dealt with this before um and he decided we were going to do a bone marrow transplant or a stem cell transplant Reharvesting his bone marrow. And yeah. so that was where at the end of 2021, that's where I was at. We were like coming in blind. I had no idea what to expect. Um, all we knew is, you know, cancer was back and we were looking at this major procedure. Um, and then talking to the the people at Freighter, you know, they were 
trying to reassure us that, you know, everything's going to be okay. We can do all this and do this. And, and um, the people there are the ones that told us about you guys at Kathy's house. Mm-hmm. Cause they were like, okay, we're going to get you down here. Obviously I can't drive back and forth every time to do treatment and everything. So at that time we're thinking, you know, we're going to be stuck in a hotel somewhere yeah. or, you know, yeah. not, not really knowing what's going on. Yeah. And coming off of COVID, you're all, we were all nervous yeah, we're and very, has to be cautious yeah all that kind of stuff so yeah so i I, it was actually my third time have third battle with cancer before i got down to freighter and Mm -hmm. and the the stem cell process down there that must have been uh, a really tough time oh yeah very how was that well you know like the first time you when you were telling your family and yeah you know your boys and well it, it First time we were scared to death because you hear the word cancer and it was like, okay, you know, this is it. You know, how much I, and really the first thing that goes through your mind is how much time do I have left? Well, and Jerry coming off of the first time, it's kind of was a double whammy for me because two weeks before Dennis was diagnosed, my dad was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. So I had two of the favorite men in my life and chemotherapy chairs at the same time. Yeah. So I felt like I was numb. And then by the time Dennis had his third bout of cancer, I was dealing with my mom with lung cancer. So it was like cancer was just the damn cancer was following me everywhere we went. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think what, what was really Dennis's gift and his, his, his um, attitude is he's very, very, very positive. And so Even with our three boys, he's he's like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. He might not be, but he's going to tell them that. Yeah. And he's going to go ahead and stay very positive, which I think that helped us in our journey at Kathy's house. That helped us in our journey at Freighter's. Yeah. Because one of the things that we did during Kathy's house's visit, which I think is very rare for the bone marrow stem cell transplant process, is he did it all outpatient which meant that he wow. stayed yeah. at Kathy's house in the evening. And then during the day, his day was spent, spent yeah. at the cancer clinic and yeah. at Freighter's. And if he could stay healthy and infection yeah. free and that sort of thing, we could have never did that at a hotel. No. But oh, with no. Kathy's yeah. house and all of the cleaning supplies and all the safety measures that they yeah. take there, we probably, I don't even know how much money we saved by not being, by him not being inpatient. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. remarkable. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So how long um, did you spend at, well, let me back up. Yeah. When you first came to Kathy's house. Yeah. Uh, you're driving down. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. new chapter of this cancer journey. Yeah. You pull in and what, what was yeah. it like? We hardly talked on the drive all the way down because we were like nervous wrecks because you didn't know the, we knew the first week, if everything went well, he could go home for a week and then come back. But we didn't know. I mean, I was thinking in the car going, is he coming home? You know, you, you get those negative thoughts in your brain. And then we get out and we drove into the parking lot and they opened the gate and all that kind of stuff. We got out. I felt like my legs were jelly and you were shaking. He forgot his wallet in the car. 
we were yeah. just tense and scared to death. And then what's the magical thing, we still talk about it to this day, is the doors automatically opened, which was like, I mean, they yeah. opened up. And then we they said the two volunteers at the counter said, welcome. And then our Kayla, our our, yeah. our guest yeah. welcomer, yeah. our coordinator, she came and she took us to uh, the sitting area. Yeah. So in a hotel, you're usually standing at the desk and having to give everything out and yeah. doing everything that way. It was like, no, come and sit down, relax. We had yeah. to bring in our COVID tests too, you know, yeah. so all of that's in your mind. And yeah. but we just went and sat over there and relaxed yeah. and just sat down and took a breath. And yeah. Kayla said the magical words, whatever she said, yeah. and it made us feel so much better. Yeah. yeah. It, it really, it really was very welcoming. Yeah. Um, like Kathy said, you know, when you go to a hotel, we've all been there, you know, and you're, you're fumbling with your wallet, trying to find your credit card and, and whatnot. And filling out paperwork filling, and signing this and what's your license plate number and da, 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 da. I couldn't tell you if my car had plates. <laughs> you know, you just yeah, yeah. And I have to share something with you, Jerry. Too, it's like we packed like we were like going camping for six yeah. weeks because we didn't know that all of the things that you take for granted were there, like Kleenex boxes and toweling and toilet paper. And we packed all of that. And we look like a bunch of campers or moving into like yeah. a dorm, college dorm, yeah. because we didn't know yeah. what we didn't know. Yeah. It was like, we spent so much time packing. And then when we went home for a week and then we came back, it was like, oh, we don't need that. We yeah. don't need that. We don't need that. We left almost everything there that we brought because- like I'm not bringing all this stuff back. Yeah. I'll donate that. Yeah. But yeah, so it was really relieving to know that you didn't have to think of those little things. So tell me um, what what surprised you about the facilities uh, itself? I'll let you go first. So. Um, well, a it was just so welcoming. Yeah. Um, B it's you know being brand new. Obviously, it's absolutely beautiful and set up perfectly. Um, you know, the kitchen area, you know, they, they brought us, you know, first we had the little sitting area, but then she showed us around and showed the kitchen area and it's like, oh, wow, you know, the things they thought of, you know, all the pots and pans are there. There's tons of silverware and the knives and, and the Tupperware stuff. You have your clo little it's closet. A, yeah, your little closet to refrigerator space because we're thinking, all right, well, we're going to get a little bitty fridge in our, in our room, you know. Yeah. You know, you get a whole shelf but, and then yeah. you get a, you, you have your sticker on it for your number that you're going to get yeah. a locked just, closet uh, for your canned goods. Yeah, and to me, just the way, the way it was set up, organized. Just, they, they really put a lot of thought into it. You could tell. Um, so I, I just thought that was just so cool how, how it was all just so organized. Yeah. Another thing for me is like the windows. When you're talking about dealing with these challenging situations, the the to get yeah. the the light in the rooms and to get the light in the hallways and to have the skylights overhead, yeah. it does something for your. Yeah. I mean, we were there in January, February, March. You know, yeah. it's all the gloom and the doom time. You know, where you you kind of get that depression. Um, I also appreciated it, the the cleanliness and the 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 way you clean. And I actually got to know the buddy cleaning guy. I, I we I went out in the hallway every day and 
talk to him about, you know, what's going on in the outside world. And, you know, we were talking brewers and the opening day and all that kind of stuff. But Dennis would leave at, um, we would, when we, he went outpatient after a couple weeks of that second round that we went, I made the decision not to go and stay there for 12 hours all day long because he was settled and I would drop him off during the day. My routine is I would come back then clean the room because you had all the cleaning supplies in the closet because he had to be as clean as he could and germ-free. And so I would do all of that. And then I love the fact that I could have the Wi-Fi and work there was lots of different mm-hmm. places to go. If I didn't want to stay in the room, I could go in the library. I could go sit in the sitting areas. Um, it, yeah. yeah, there was so much that was, it felt like home. And even we walked outside yeah, we walked as much as um, on the walking trail. Uh, we walked, I mean, you could walk around the around blocks. The block. Everything seemed really safe and secure. I mean, kudos to the uh, maintenance or the grounds people. Yeah. They kept the yeah. kept the salt on the uh, sidewalk, so you never had to worry yeah. about that. It was mm-hmm. just well maintained and well. I mean, it was like a home. It was our home. Yeah. How long were you there? Six total weeks. I think six total weeks. Yeah. Um, we were probably, fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was one of the really, really lucky ones that. I responded very well, very well to the treatment. I got to use my own stem cells, um, which they say is ninety percent of the battle. And then, of course, you know my attitude and and just sticking to the rules that they gave me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I responded well. I and they kind of kicked me out after about eighteen days that they, you know, they said, of the treatment. They were like. Dude, you can go home. You're good. They can <laughs> they can take care of you back in Green Bay now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um oh, how nice. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I was one of the very lucky ones. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, when you think back about that time and how you had this care and you were away from home, how was it different than when you were at home and you got your cancer care? Yeah, I mean. I'll I'll be I'll be the the comical one here. I had to spend all of those days in one room with my husband. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. We didn't kill yeah. each other, so that was yeah. a good thing. Yes, yeah. we didn't we didn't spend 41 years together by being in the same room all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but he had he had we we had we br- we got a table and we brought the table in the yeah. room. So he made a puzzle. So he yeah. had a puzzle set up all the time. Yeah. Um, I had a desk area. Um, yeah. we plugged in and we had, you know, we could watch movies and that sort yeah. of thing. But I love the fact because um I had people at home watching my the house. And so my mom was watching the house. I had friends stopping by and so on. Yeah. I love the fact that I could go sit out on the uh, a sitting area and yeah. FaceTime people yeah. or and and connect with others. Yeah. Uh we were kind of it was still that mask time where we had to kind of limit, we couldn't use like all of the facilities. Yeah. But you went down and watched the Super Bowl down in yep. the lounge area with your mask on. Yeah, I went down and down there and did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it was a little tougher. But really, because we were all of my cancer stuff was kind of during the COVID stuff. 
So we it, we really didn't have people coming over to the house on a regular basis anyway. Sure. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a huge difference, but it was it was strange just being somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the comfort of your own chair in your own bed. Yeah. But I think they did a a, a fantastic job of of trying to accommodate people as much as they could or yeah. as best they could. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, you know, I looked forward to Jerry was the mail. <laughs> they, they, how they put the little, your room number on the, on the board to say you got mail. It was just like, okay, that was like a little light of the day yeah. versus walking out to our mailbox. And I actually took the cards and hung them on the door, back of the door so we could see them. Yeah. So, and, you know, just did things like that. You still missed your, the comforts of home, but mm-hmm. I mean, the temperature was nice and warm. Yeah. It was you could go down to the kitchen and make your breakfast. And, yeah. you know, I would make most of his meals the first couple of weeks because he couldn't even be out in the kitchen area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was nice to not have to go ahead and I don't know what we would have did because we couldn't order in food. You couldn't eat any food yeah, at a restaurant. Yeah. So we had to go ahead and make sure we had meals. And why couldn't you, you couldn't eat restaurant food just because of the danger? Because of the danger, yeah, because they were worried about it being maybe undercooked or mishandled or something like okay. that. Um, yeah. And I was I was taking like 30 pills a day, it seemed like, to to combat anything that I might come across. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as, as the time passed, like every week they took a couple away, they're like, okay, you're past this danger yeah. period. And but yeah, there's there's rules to it. I mean, there's still like even now I'm not supposed to eat off of like a buffet or anything quite yet. So I think like yeah. after a year, then I um and I start getting all my shots again. Because mm-hmm. I'm still like my immune system is is like that of a, a little kid right now. Mm-hmm. Um before I get all my I get I re-get all my shots. Yeah. <laughs> when you say you re-get all your shots, you mean all your vaccines? Yes. yes. Um, like mumps I think mumps, and measles, measles and, and oh, so mom's got to take you to get your MMR. Oh yeah, everything. <laughs> I'm gonna watch yeah. Terry. I'm gonna watch him with his butt cheeks down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, I did not. I don't know exactly how they do that, but and I'm not really afraid of needles. I mean, especially now. It's like now it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh no. You know, go ahead and stick me, but because I've had so many over the last couple of years, but it's, it's like, yeah, it's kind of intimidating thinking, thinking back as I talk to guys at work, I'm like, yeah, I got to go back and get every shot I've ever had. Yeah. Cause you lose it all. So right? you, you lose it. Yeah. You lose it all. And, and so, so how long has it been since you finished the, the treatment? My stem cell transplant actually was February 4th. So that's my born on date. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I think by like March, what, March 20th, we were back or March 15th, something like that. We were back home Yeah, already. 2022? 2022. So yeah. So not that long. No, it hasn't been that long. I, I, but I went back to work full time by June second. I was feeling good. Wow. You know, the Isn't doctors, the doctors like... were still a little like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" But I was like, "Yeah, you know, I want to try." Yeah, I felt good. Um, you know, in hindsight, being twenty twenty, I'm, you know, now I kind of think, well, you know, what I should have just retired and been <laughs> done with it. Too late. But. but- the positive attitude. Yeah. yeah. Positive attitude. It's, 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 yeah. It's that attitude. And, and yeah, 
you know, and, and that's what you get at Kathy's house too. It's all, yeah. you know, you, you know, the, the caregivers walking in the hallways are carrying a lot of challenges and struggles yeah. and worry and emotion, but everybody seems to be, you know, positive and supportive yeah. and compassionate. And, you know, you don't get to know people by like their, you know, last names but you know the you know the susan's you know the walking in the hall and you, yeah. you talk to them and you just know that they're doing you know they're going through the same thing yeah, yeah. you know yeah you're not alone you're yeah. not alone yeah we we heard a lot of other people's stories because you talk to them too like sit in the hallways and and as you're walking or mm-hmm. as you're cooking they're over on the other the next stove over and you talk to each other and 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 you hear about their struggles and 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 so yeah, you you get the feeling that yeah, I'm not the only guy going through this. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. What would you want to tell others about Kathy's house or didn't know a guest house hospital guest house existed? Yeah, I I just want I, for me, and you can add to this for me. I I think it's it's just a remarkable home away from home that is a gift to people that are, are in the Milwaukee area, because when you, when you, when you are faced with having to be in, get care that close and you're far away, where else could you go? You, you don't even think about that at the time, you know, that you have to go there, you know, you have to go ahead and get your loved one taken care of. And then you have to figure out, okay, now where am I going to have to stay Mm -hmm. in this beautiful facility that's welcoming, that's, that's strategically placed next to the facility and is safe and warm and, uh, clean and just managed so beautifully is there for you as a caregiver you can too work from there and the doctor even said it you can actually if you're if you can work your job which I did the whole six weeks I worked my job right from the facility while Dennis got treatment and so financially that helped us a ton as well and then I talked about all of the the things that are are there for you Kathy's house thinks of pretty much everything that you need while you're staying there I mean clean sheets and towels and laundry and workout facility and uh, a beautiful kitchen where you have uh, a shelf in the freezer, a shelf in the refrigerator and a locker for your food. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's truly a gift. And I know Kathy's history and, and trying to make um, this challenging time more, more, more welcoming and more easy for us. And that sure did for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I could really can't say it a whole lot better. It, it's it, it's just, it was just so or such a big relief to just be there. Um, like I said, I you know yeah, we could have stayed in a hotel and or or you know if you you go to even if you had family in the area, you feel like you're imposing and, and stuff like that. And and it didn't feel that way there. Mm-hmm. It was just okay, you know. And and like I said, you looked around when when you're you're sitting in when once I could go into the the and eat in the kitchen area, you know, and we did toward toward the end, we would we would always go sit out there and eat and you kind of talking to the other people. It, it was just 
just so nice, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, you had that little camaraderie be- between the other people that, that it was like, okay, yeah, you know what, this, this, this it, it, excuse my French, but it, this it sucks for all of us, but we got a place, mm-hmm. you know, there's a the place here where, where we can feel okay, you know, all, you know, everything's going to be okay at the end. Right. So. Kathy, you yourself have a, a podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, about caregiving and interviewed uh, Patty Metropolis. Yes. yes, I did. And talk a little bit about that caregiver role yeah. that you've had. Yeah. And since my caregiving role started um, in 2017 with a double whammy, <laughs> um, after about two years or three years into it, I said, you know what, I am learning this caregiving job and trying to figure out how to do this because you can either you can either live in the, the gloom and the doom and all of the challenges, or you can find ways to take care of yourself and be the best caregiver that you can be. And so I started the Caregiver Cup podcast. It's, it's called the Caregiver Cup because it's so important each and every day to fill your cup it with something every day for yourself so that you can be taking care of your loved ones. And so I, when I asked Patty to come on, I wanted Patty to go ahead and share how, and I wanted to share it with Patty myself is that caregiving, you caregive wherever you need to be. And when you are away from at home, this caregiving challenge can be even harder because I had to leave my mom at home who I was caregiving for who had lung cancer. And then I was with my husband and I'm like, Oh my gosh, now how am I going to care for both at the same time? And the, the little things that Kathy's house did that you don't see behind the scenes for the caregiver is amazing as well. When, when I was there in, in February, they had self-love month or self-love self-care week for the caregiver. And they gave, they gave out like a, a, a sheet that told the caregivers, here's some tips for taking care of yourselves. Here's a little journal that you can write in each and every day. Uh, you go into the library and there's information in the library And so what I told Patty is, yeah, we're taking care of the patient, but the caregiver stays there even longer than the patient does. And so that caregiver needs that space as well. I mean, simple things like the bathtubs. Oh my gosh. You know, you can get out of your room and go take a bath and you can have that space by yourself in the bathtub area as well. Uh, doing laundry. I don't know how many caregivers I talked to in the laundry room, room and we sat and gabbed in the laundry room. But yeah, that Kathy's house is not only for the the loved one, but also the family members that are doing their care. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah, that really does. And yeah. I see I see Dennis nodding. So I see <laughs> from your perspective, yeah. as the person going through this cancer journey, yeah. you recognize how important that support, that wraparound support oh, yeah. really is. Yeah. And it's yeah, because I could see her as like she was saying early on, I could see her getting drained and oh. and struggling and you know with a lot of things. And it's like there's nothing 
I can do. I can't, I can't just make my stuff, my cancer go away, yeah. you know, and, you know, so I can only try to be, try to be as supportive as I can and, and help out as much as I can. But it's, it's like, okay, what do I do? How do I make it better for her? Yeah. You know, and, and it, like she said, Kathy's, Kathy's house did a fantastic job of, yeah. of helping us both. Yeah. I think the biggest mistake I see caregivers do and myself for a while there and other caregivers is they, they give and they give and they give to their yeah. loved one and they go and they go and they go for their loved one. But if they don't take time for themselves, they're, they're going to burn out. And yeah, sure. I mean, I would go for a walk, even if it was too cold outside, I'd walk the hall, you know, and walk the halls and go <laughs> and do that. Um, and going down to the workout facility, that's, that was pretty busy all the time, yeah. you know, at certain times of the day, um, you know, making sure that we're both eating well mm. and, and doing those things. And then what's really nice too, is you could go and talk to a caregiver. Hey, how are you doing today? And a lot of the caregivers there were, were going to the inpatient hospitals where their loved ones were. Um, but yeah. they, and they would sometimes be alone at night, um, but they would come out and sit in the, the gathering area in the front and sit and maybe have their coffee in the morning, which was really yeah. rewarding to see as well. Yeah. yeah. Nice to know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. so you're feeling good, Dennis. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I get a scan coming up in two weeks. So, yeah. you know, you're always nervous. Yeah. But I, overall, I feel really good. Um, they, you know, my last blood tests had good results. They couldn't find anything. My last scan, they couldn't. I did have a scan a couple two months ago, and they couldn't find anything. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping this may be it. <laughs> yes. And today we know today is a good day. Yeah. Today, I, yeah. I'm seeing your smiles. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Well, and you know what, Jerry? Too, it's like we are so grateful for Kathy's house. I mean, so something as simple as um, my birthday, I just posted out there, no birthday gifts, just donate to Kathy's house because yeah. Kathy's house has given us so much. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, friends there recently that yeah. stayed there for a few months. Yeah. We found out Kathy's house from our, a friend, a friend that had um, uh, a transplant a while back. So up here in, 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 you know, little old deep here, Wisconsin, right by green Bay, a lot of people know about Kathy's house. I talk yeah. about it all the time. Yes. I do. Yes. Every time I hear, as a matter of fact, I have a guy that I work with, his brother-in-law is going to be spending some time down at, at Freightert. Um, and we talked about Kathy's house because we were just talking about it two days ago. Um, and he was saying that he stayed at the old Kathy's house okay. a few years ago when he had back, he had back surgery um, so his his wife had stayed at Kathy's house, um, but now his brother-in-law will be going down there yes. within a couple of weeks. He'll be headed down there. So yeah, beautiful, um, a beautiful facility for people that are just going through challenging times. Yeah. But, you know, you leave, you leave, Jerry, you leave Kathy's house and you forget about those 
struggles that we had there and yeah. those worries that we had there. We leave now. It's kind of like when you have a baby, you forget about all of the pain all of that, and yeah. the, all of that. And you only think about the beautiful yeah, pieces. Yeah. And that's kind of how we think about it yeah. now. I mean, we could dwell on, you know, how sick he was or yeah. how scared we were, but no, we look at it as a positive, uplifting experience. Yeah. You know, it was, and it was, it was, well, I know I uh, can only speak on behalf of all of the individuals, the volunteers and the staff. Yeah. We're so happy we can be there for all the yeah. Dennis's and all the Kathy's nice. um, yeah. who need us. And, and great I, for you guys too, the yes, volunteers. Yes. Holy cow. We feel the love every time. <laughs> and uh, just really appreciate you, you taking it. time. You learned all the love you get. Yes. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with me today. And uh best of luck to both of you. Thank, uh, you. thank you. Hope to hope to meet you in person one of these days. Yeah. On a yeah. good on a good, on a good day, day when we're down there visiting well, yeah. and saying, Hey, we want to just say yeah. hi. <laughs> we, we we may stop in when we're down. I have to come back down there for in like late sometime in March or February or March, I have to come back yeah. for my yearly, yeah. my so. my one year checkup, I guess. Yes. Well, the as you know, the door is always open, but it's okay for you to leave too. So yes, it was yeah. nice to it was nice to pack up and leave, but it yeah. was like it was oh, a little bittersweet. It was bittersweet because it was like it was such a yeah. nice place to be, but. On the flip yeah. side, we were missing our fur babies and, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff too. So, well, thanks again. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity, Jerry. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. And you tell everybody at Kathy South, we, we are grateful for every single yes. thing from, from the person that scrubs the, the <laughs> floors to the person that manages the finances. We, we yeah. and everybody in between. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed Conversations with Kathy's House and would like to learn more, visit our website, kathyshouse.org. That's K-A-T-H-Y-S hyphen house.org. And you can subscribe to Conversations with Kathy's House wherever you listen to podcasts.